Bom dia a todos, o meu nome é Filipe Lemos Cristina e sou a fundadora do Coração de Criança. Tal como conversámos semana passada, vamos começar esta semana com uma série de entrevistas com pessoas que são importantes na área da educação. Esta semana começamos com o Terry Hamill, que eu vou passar a apresentar em inglês. O Terry é escocês, mas vive há vários anos em Portugal. Terry Hamill is an entrepreneur since he's 15 years old. He has reinvented himself several times and helped other people in doing the same process. He's also a lecturer in several universities. In 2019, Terry and Tim Vieira founded the Braveheart Generation Entrepreneurs Club for kids starting at 10 years old. Good morning, Terry, and thank you for being here. Good morning, Felicia. Uh, Good to be here. Thank you. We're going to start this interview with the first question. So, why Brave Generation? Do you think that the new generation needs to be braver, and why? Well, this is exactly the name, isn't it? You know, we are teaching young people to be risk takers, to have great vision, to think about the future. So, the brave itself is, you know, kind of all the way through the sessions that we do, we always almost kind of push the boundaries and lift their spirits and you know tim already owned the the brand brave generation for other businesses and it just seemed like a, a beautiful we were sat there and brainstorming what do we want to call the new company and i said look the light bulb's amazing the color's incredible it says brave and it's a new generation why don't we just put that and then add the entrepreneurs club for kids so that's that that's what happened i mean tim's already a great inspiration and i said why change it you know if it's not broke don't fix it. We don't have to remark something, just, just do it. So it kind of fits. The brave generation is just, it just in, people instantly get the whole idea that it's about thinking about the future and really teaching the, it's more than teaching. It's almost like, like mentoring and pulling those young people out of their comfort zone. So it's a perfect fit. So why do you think it's important to teach kids entrepreneurship skills and why kids starting at 10 years old? Well, you know, nobody teaches this stuff, right? I mean, I was, I was fortunate enough to be thrown out of school at 15. And I, and I say that, that I'm fortunate because I went into the world of business when I was 15. I worked in a hairdressing salon. I got uh, experience on dealing with human beings. I got experience in dealing with complaints, you know, and I got chucked into this world when I was 15. I had no education. School hated me and I hated them. And a lot of the really successful people that I know really didn't get the, the school part of it. You know, they either had some teachers that were really good for them or, or others. So we're not trying to do what school does. School has a big task. I mean, I, I feel for those guys. I have two teenagers myself. But we are, we are almost putting the layer around it that gives them the preparation for life, the preparation to, to deal with difficult situations, to how, how to handle each other, how to, how to vision things. You know, like no one ever talks about visioning and all, almost give them the tools and techniques that entrepreneurs use every day so that they can be successful, whatever they do, whether they become scientists, whether they become entrepreneurs, doctors, it doesn't matter. When you've got the right mindset, that's what leads you as a, as a, a great successful person. And the reason for the 10, uh, we had a lot of debate over it and we said, oh no, no, this has to be between 14 and 16 and then, and, oh no, no, it needs to be 11 and 12 and then, no, no, no. And you know, like, like anything, we, we think something and then the kids actually at 10 loved it. Like they like, 
well, I want to be in it. I mean, we have actually one of our youngest is nine and they're like, but it's a mindset, you know? So mm-hmm. adults put things in, in boxes. So we let the kids do it. So we, we have a range. I mean, we have hundreds of kids going through the program, but we have a range. So it, it was originally 10. We thought 16 year olds wouldn't be very good because they got too much stuff on their lives. They loved it. You know, they loved it because it was a chance for them to be themselves. So it was very interesting, the age, the age different stuff, you know. Okay, so there is a sentence in the Brave Generation website that I particularly um, like a lot and I think it's very inspiring. There is this sentence is, how do you keep kids focused? Let them be the ones talking. What do you mean by this? Yeah, so in many times, particularly in the club, where I think if you create an environment where it's their space, not our space, you know, beautiful things happen because they come in they know it's a safe place. They can be who they want to be. The rules are that we don't tell anybody ever to shut up. It's against, you know, every idea is valid. Everybody speaks. And we understand personality types. You know, we have the extroverts, we have the introverts, we have the creatives, we have the, the detailed. So, you know, almost we've created a place that is very, very unique. You know, we are talking to the Cash Guys camera about taking this into all the schools in the area. And we said, look, what's the difference? I said, the difference is we're not teachers. We're we're inspiring them. And often the teaching system is get the work done, you know, be quiet. This is the opposite. It's almost allowing them to thrive. Because if you can allow someone to shine who's a, a mad extrovert and they've got a lot to say, then and the other people who don't say well we would say well what do you think and we'd say to the extrovert hold on a second what do you think about here so it's it's a whole different culture and i wish like i'm i see myself as a pretty intelligent guy now but i wish a teacher would have treated me like that back in scotland and i would have maybe been someone else i'm not unhappy with the way i am but you know i think sometimes it's really about giving them the space that they own the space it's their club not our club and i think that's entrepreneurship is to there's a there's an amazing uh, thing called the five levels of leadership level one is life sucks that's everybody else's fault level five is life is great and if you live in life is great and you allow everyone else to shine then amazing things happen just a final question, Terry, or a comment, if you wish. You were speaking about uh, um, when sco- about your school back in Scotland, if your teachers were different. So I would like you to, I don't know, make a comment or deliver a sort of a message for schools nowadays. And uh, based on the project that you and team have nowadays, if you could deliver a message for, for schools nowadays, I mean, with all this revolution that is ongoing, what would you say to them because this is the new normal and things will never get back to be what they was do you think that schools need to change something what what do you think what kind of message would you deliver to them yeah and look i you know i take a lot of the schools must take a lot of credit for the work that they do i i i could not imagine being under that kind of process in the government processes the education processes so i'd I, I don't want to comment on any of that stuff because it's way above my, my intelligence level. The couple of things I think will be really good for schools. 
particularly well, well, we're here in Carcavelis uh, where you have a huge amount of successful business people. And I would engage with those people, you know, like really have your school open mind, bring talent in. Um, you should almost even have some of those people inside the classes because their insights and their motivation for the students could inspire someone or trigger something positively. So in my, in my experience, the schools have got so many things to do that they become more closed. Use the network. You know, I use my network every single day. I have people all around me and I, I know I'm not the smartest guy in the class, but I know how to find the smart people. So if schools could open up this part and allow positive parents to come in, you know, sometimes there can be a lot of negativity there, you know, those people will find that negativity wherever. So I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about really choosing the passionate parents and opening the door. And I think you'll double, you'll double your staffing levels and it will cost you nothing because parents want to give back. And there's a hell of a lot of talent in, in, in that. So I would say that would be one thing. The other thing I, I would say that, you know, you have to change with this whole new breed of brave generation. You know, what are we teaching them? And the more we can teach them independence, the more we can teach them, you know, uh, problem solving and work on those things, then they'll become much more independent and successful. I'm very proud of my kids. My kids have been through St. Julian's for seven years and they're really happy. They've done a, the, St. Julian's have done a great job for them and they're independent kids, so I couldn't be any happier. My element of it is to almost like prod and change and add that extra layer of entrepreneurship, you know. Um, and the blend of the two is really good. If you're really intelligent and you have an entrepreneurship mindset, wow, I mean, think of the potential. Yeah, you're very right. I think collaboration is also a key, like you were saying, and uh, I, I totally agree with you. So. Thank you, Terry, for your time today, for your availability, for being here. I wish you um, a great day for the, and a great, a great rest of the week, and uh, I'll see you some other time. Great. Thank you for the invitation. Take care. Be brave. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Quanto a nós, quero agradecer a todos aqueles que tiveram a assistir a esta entrevista e espero por vocês na próxima semana para uma segunda entrevista, desta vez com uma neuropsicóloga, a Fernanda Mendes Barata, e vamos falar sobre a importância do amor no desenvolvimento das crianças e dos adolescentes. Até lá, desejo-vos um resto de uma boa semana. Até quarta-feira.